Welcome to the Dumb Dominoes Podcast. As always, I'm Chase. Josh. Zach. And today, we're doing The Last of Us, Season 1, Episode 3. To get it out of the way, this is a very, very controversial episode. And the reaction from fans and critics have been... Uh, it's been loving, it's been visceral, it's been ugly, it's been nice, it's been... It's been a mixture, a mixed bag from critics, from fans alike. And we're going to go to Zachary, who's going to convey what we've been thinking. Well, it, it's kind of hard to go through because, like you said, it's very controversial over the, the route that they decided to go with this. And... Reading a whole bunch of these reviews we'll quote of, of people, like, well, I don't really want to quote them because... Well, what, if you quote them, they're not on you well, anymore. Well, I'm talking yeah. about, like, these actual, like, user reviews. Because some of them are what people are saying. Because a lot of people are loving on this show and a lot of people are hating on it. A lot of people... The reason why some people are hating on it is because they feature in a... Um, a gay romance in this show, in this episode. We're gonna just get into spoilers on it. Yeah. So it's about oh, Bill. It's about know. Bill and Frank. And if you played the games, you know Bill and Frank. They're well. You'll know Bill. You'll, you'll know probably Bill. forget about Frank. Well, you'll know of Frank. Yeah. The thing is, in the in the game, Frank is never seen. He's off somewhere. We don't know where he is. And Bill, you're just you know you run into him. You deal with him. And then by the end of everything, your whole little journey with Bill, you find Frank, and he had, uh, what's the... Offed himself. Offed himself, yeah. That's the polite term, I guess you'd say. Well, in this, they went a different route, and instead of focusing on, you know, the uh, Ellie and Joel meeting up with Bill and kind of going through this little journey through Bill's town... We just stick with Bill and Frank, who is actually alive and shown and has a character here. They start this at the beginning of the apocalypse with Bill, and then they show all the way to where we're at now. What year is it in 2023? Well, they did like three different time jumps. Well, yeah, it so. started in 2003, and then it, we, we were real quick, and then into 2007, then real, and then a bit of that to 2010 bit of that into 13 or 14 and then to 23 folks you know how you hate uh you know how a lot of people hate flashback episodes because they go nowhere well that's pretty much what this was it was just a one big flashback that was not needed in any way didn't push the story forward at all um, actually, we didn't get anywhere except, uh, well, should I, can I just jump right into spoilers? Sure. You can do whatever you okay, want Okay, so, pretty much, um, let's go by, let's go by how it, um, should have went, and then we'll tell you how it actually went. So, in the games, um, Ellie and Joel are traveling to, through this town, and they need help from Bill, because Bill owes Joel a favor. A previous favor from back in the past, which they never show in the show. There is no favor or nothing. And um, so anyway, what happened is Joel and Ellie get there and they're walking around 
this little town, and there's booby traps everywhere with tons of infected. And there's, like, mass chaos. There's traps everywhere going on. And this random masked guy saves them. Yes, and this masked guy ends up pulling them out of there. And, um... And it's Bill. And, and it's Bill, and he's like, what are y'all doing here? And Zachary, you played it more recently, so you'll know what they actually said to each other, and I don't remember everything that they said to each other, so and I'm going to let you Essentially, there over. was just a bit of banter, and then they you, you're you going to the uh, the church. That's where Bill is hiding out. That's his fort. Yes. It's and not his actual house. You go there, you, su- you supply up, you try to get a vehicle... And then Bill says, we got to go get a battery for the truck. Yes. So you go to the school, you get a battery. You meet Well, a- it's a lot more complicated than that because he's, they're arguing because I don't have a truck. I, it has to have a battery, and the battery is across town. Or the battery that I have is gone. It's dead. And the only other battery... From a truck that crashed into a, a school bus. the school or the schoolhouse, yeah, and they need to go get that battery. So you go, you end up at the school, and Bill's mad about the whole situation because he likes being alone. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> and he's wary of strangers. Obviously, you go to the school, you get the battery, then you work your way back to the truck. Yes, and it's really cool, by the way, because not only is the entire episode moving along here and you're getting you're getting to know Bill without it giving too much away you know it's more of like focusing on Joel and Ellie cuz that's what the story's about it's about Joel and Ellie and um Bill is just happens to be there you know well, he's just got roped into it yes and Bill's not happy about it which I wouldn't be either <clears throat> if I was in his situation, and I just had random people walking up and saying, "I owe you, a, yeah, you owe me a favor," mm-hmm. you know, I'd be pretty upset too. So, anyway, they get the battery out of the truck after, and it's a very tense scene. And this would have done great in the show if they actually had put in anything of this, but they didn't. They introduce a new kind of infected. Don't don't say I'm it. I'm not going to say what it is, but it's a really it cool, up. and it would have been a very scary situation for the show, and it would have been awesome. Um, So anyway, they get back with the battery. Well, they end up at a house. They have to push start truck to get it to start running. That's where they find Frank. That's where they find Frank. He died after he got cornered by clickers because he left Bill because... Him and Bill had a disagreement. They got into an argument. He went off, got surrounded by clickers. And he was trying to run away. And he was trying to run away, and he ended up having to kill himself because they had him cornered. And I I guess he was starving or something. I don't know. I think he was just, he knew he was cornered. Yes. He knew he was going to, he knew he was going to die. So they push start the truck, and Bill sees them go off, and Bill stays at the town and, I guess, rebuilds it. We don't see well, Bill after well, that. Well, basically, yeah, you put you get the truck, and you get it started, and you get a ways down the road, and then Bill, he hops out of the truck, and he lets y'all go, mm-hmm. and then he walks back to town, and we don't know what happens to Bill after that. Yes. Well, in the show... <clears throat> takes that a little differently. Uh, it takes it a lot differently. 
So the whole trying to get the vehicle started up is basically non-existent. In yeah, there's no battery to go get. There's no school yard or schoolhouse, no school building, no new special infected. We've only we in this episode we only saw two infected and one of them wasn't even actually neither of them were a threat to anything. Funny enough, this was the first time that we were introduced to an enemy type in the show that was that we didn't get in the game because Raiders showed up in this, but we yeah. never got Raiders in the game. But nothing happened. That's the thing. A again, just like the previous episode, we did nothing to move the plot and forward. You, and you brought this up because the Witcher <clears throat> show did the same thing where it felt like we're showing some backstory and we're... Of characters that don't need any backstory because it's not about them. It's about Siri and Geralt. Okay? That's what the story is about. We don't need all the stuff with Yennefer. We don't need all the stuff with Triss. They're side characters. And you can build good relationships with those characters by just going off the scenes with uh, Geralt and no. Ciri. No, and I that's get... the same way I feel about this. We don't need to know Bill's entire history. Now, let's just get this out of the way. We're not upset that that they made Bill gay. Because in the game, it is implied that he's gay. I knew that for years. I always knew that. Because of the way he talked well, about him and the way they the notes were. But... It didn't need to be a focal point, really. It reminded me... Because it didn't add anything to the show, and we didn't get anywhere from it. I don't like it when Game of Thrones does all this stuff. No matter who... No matter what's going on, I still don't like it. Because this is how... This is what we thought, or at least what I thought of it. Um, if you were to swap it, and you made it two females, or you just made it a male and a female... And you did this exact same story. It would be 100% boring, just like it was in this episode. It, it doesn't. It didn't do anything. Like, was it an emotional story? Yeah, it was. Did it need to be here? No. Well, it because wasn't it very didn't. emotional because we didn't know anything about Frank. So, in turn, we didn't care. Well, Because we don't even know about Frank in the games. All we know is that Frank was, was with Bill for a while. In yes. The, in the town. And that at some point he got upset and he decided to leave and then he unalived himself. Yes. And to be honest, um, I didn't care about Frank in the games. To be honest, I thought Bill was funny in the games and I well, thought he was cool, but I never did care to stay around Bill. Well, see, what I, I wanted to progress with Joel and Ellie. What I wanted in this, in this show, in this episode <clears throat> with Bill... Is I wanted Joel and Ellie and Bill. I wanted to see their dynamic. And first yes. of all, so we got the very beginning of the episode. It's Joel and Ellie, and it's great, and it actually does pretty smooth of the game. Good. Yeah, well, not just just by the game, but just in general. Oh, it's, you're talking about Joel and Ellie. For some reason, yeah. I thought you were talking about Bill and Ellie because no. in the games. Well, I'm I'm just getting all right, into all this. Right. In the beginning of the show, it was pretty good with them. And I was like, oh, we're going to get Bill with this. And then we get Nick Offerman. First of all, I've seen Parks and Rec. I love Nick Offerman. He's yeah, he's, he's hilarious. And then we get to, and I was like, oh, we're going to get these three together. I am down with that. It's I'm kinda, excited. It's kind of weird that they teased him right in the beginning, right off the bat as a right-wing nut. And like mm -hmm. that's the 
the verbiage they used in the show. And then uh, he turned out to be like completely opposite. So that was that was interesting. And then him and uh, Frank were fighting over it. He's like, uh, I traded, oh, like I traded one of your little guns for this, and he was like, How could you have done that? Well, here's so the thing: they, it's a, it's a zombie apocalypse. This is about survival, and yes. it doesn't really yeah. make sense for them to do stuff like. But that. he was like, absolutely. But it was kind of interesting to say the least that he was pro-gun pro-isolation like a, a right-wing type guy uh but he was also um gay and madly in love with frank mm-hmm. and uh it's kind of the a conundrum if you will it's kind of a I don't two know sides that, of the same two sides of a coin it, i guess they were trying to please everybody with it well, they ended up placing nobody, nobody except for yeah. the big uh, review companies. It's yeah. all they impressed. Um, well, I just thought that was interesting how it was his character, Bill's character, was like both. I, I don't he, know. He's, oh. Oh, look, look, here's what I think. I, I Here's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see Bill and Ellie have a awesome dynamic because in the games it's hilarious bill is so bothered by ellie messing with stuff and talking back and it's hilarious because that's not what bill's about at all he's very yeah shut up and do what you're told yes he's worse than joel and he doesn't like people touching his stuff and ellie is just going around touching everything she wants and then talking back to him but no this is what and, and we didn't get any of that. So businessinsider.com, I'm going to quote them on this one. Go for it. Because it says, but the title, or the episode, it, quote, but the episode titled Long, Long Time is seemingly getting review bombed by angry, homophobic fans of the game. End okay. quote. So I just want to bring this up because I don't want that to be a scapegoat for people to you know, say, oh, it's an amazing episode and only homophobic people are hating on it. No, we're not hating on it because it featured a gay love scene. Or, not love scene, but love story. We're hating on it, not hating, but we didn't like it because it didn't add to the show. We're critiquing it. it. Yeah, it didn't help progress the story. It didn't... Well, we've, we've... The thing is, Bill is a really good character mm-hmm. and they killed him off yeah 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 for no reason so here's here's my thought you could keep the whole gay romance backstory that would be totally fine but he actually died in the end which is completely off lore yes so then so we're, we changed how the how the cordyceps work how the fungus worked we're changing how the zombies worked in a lot of ways because they hive mind yeah. now where they didn't before. That's stupid. I still don't like that. We're, and then we changed, like, we knew what was going to happen to Tess regardless. This was not going to. Ha- this was not happening in the game. Bill's death. Bill dies in this. He didn't die in the game. So that's what I'd say makes it really, 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 really tricky because. You take the first episode that deviates from the source material, like in, in an out of control way. Yes. But combines it with a 
gay romance story. So I feel if you try to pick apart one or the other, it's just not your criticisms aren't going to be valid. Valid either way. And it's like if it's like you almost have to say on everything you talk about, like take this out, take the love story out, take the not seeing Joel and Ellie out, take the uh, Bill dying in the end out. And it's almost like you have to separate them and then do a, a breakdown on each part. Yeah. You can't do it all together because once you mix it all together, it's just a recipe for a disaster. Yeah, because uh, things like the insider here will just say, oh, you hated it? Well, you know, your opinion's Homophobic. invalid, you know. Well, well that's what they're well, paid to the say. Thing. I don't want to say... <laughs> I don't want to say that every review is not like that because I did read a few reviews that did have some of those tendencies, like homophobic tendencies. Tendencies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, but, yeah, that's the fun thing is those, like, like completely ignorant ones are out there. So yeah. it's just... Well, it's like if we it's didn't like it... It's a cluster F is what it is. If we didn't like <laughs> yeah. it legitimately, we're roped into the people who hated it because of just the love story. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I don't like is because we're going to get roped in with, you know, a bunch of homophobics or whatever, homophobes, yeah. that's the word, that, <laughs> that didn't like it and that hated it because it featured the scene or and you're, the story. You're sitting here screaming into the wall, they deviated from the source material, Bill's dead and he shouldn't be. Yeah. While somebody calls you like some kind of homophobe bigot, you're like... That's not even what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about the source material. So, you Isn't think, that funny how it's such a... Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Zachary, what were the user scores again? I want to hear what uh, fans... That was your phone, that was Chase. your phone. Well, the, <laughs> on Metacritic, as of right now, it is... From fans and... It is January 31st. It's Tuesday. Quit moving around your chairs. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's got a 4.1. It's 238 positive, 32 mixed, 386 negative. 300. Now, do you want, do you want, now, obviously some of them in there are just hating it just because, you know, yeah. because of what's in it. But did they ever stop to think that people hated this? Because not only did we not get to see Joel, Bill, and Ellie have a dynamic duo together. We also didn't get we to didn't see Joel and see, Ellie for the most part. We didn't get to see Joel and Ellie, which we didn't get a lot of that last episode. It was mostly Tess. Well, there's a reason for that. Yes, but it was so poorly done in that episode. And then we didn't get the new special infected. We didn't get to... <sighs> Well, we didn't get oh. to see any infected. I mean, we we got, got. We didn't even get to see the raiders the attack, and then they kill off one of the beloved main character, or well, it's not a main character, one of a, a really loved side character, killed him off for no reason. Also, don't forget between if we're going based off of the game, or the show here, between episode two and three, and that little sweet spot, you know, that we didn't get to see. Yes, that's when we got introduced to the really introduced to the. Uh, the, uh, what do they call it? The spores. Yes. Spores are gone, apparently, in the show. Well, he had a mask on. I don't know what He had was... a mask on, yes. Okay, but so. Spore, but spores are gone. So I don't get what, what they're trying to do. It's like they're trying to do spores. It's a plant. It has to have spores, it's a fungus. right? So if, fungus have spores, if you, if you were to crush, right? If you were to crush a dry thing, it would poof. Yes. That's what spores are. Are all of them like that? Look, I've worked 
and retail. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen. No, listen. <laughs> listen. There's. A, I'm going somewhere with this. I've worked in retail. I've worked with uh, fruits and stuff and vegetables and all that kind of stuff. Yes. If you were to take, let's say, an orange or a lime or a lemon. Not a lime, but a lemon or an orange. And you were to pick up an, a real rotted one, and it has all that green stuff on it. That's a uh, penicillin, basically. That's what they make out of it. It's a fungus that grows on rotted fruit. Yeah. Well, if you were to pick it up and you were to flick it, it would poof, it would float in the air. Spores. Spores. And you breathe that, and it's toxic. Kind of worries me that you know this and you handle our food. <laughs> Actually, how many of them did you flick off before you put on the rack? <laughs> Don't worry, well, I ate those in the Maybe back. you shouldn't yeah. buy fruit from Walmart. Though. You ever think of that? <laughs> Just you want to know the truth? I think of that all the time. <laughs> but hey, I can't grow any in the wintertime. You know? But yeah, I just... like That's kind of how it works, and we don't get spores in this at all. And huh. they've replaced it with the little tendril thing. Man, worms it's like they're, they're, they're putting enough fan service in to make us shut up. Is what they, it feels like they're trying to do. It feels like they're 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 buttering us up so they can later on just change the whole thing. I feel like I'm getting buttered on? up, and I feel like this is the first episode. They're like, we're giving you a little bit of fan service, but we're changing a lot here. Well, yeah, what, okay. It's called bait and switch. Yes, they baited us with those first two. Well, the first episode, and then the second episode, they still baited us. It was meh. But nothing happened. So, I mean, they didn't progress at all, and they skipped a few things. Did you ever think of the runtime on this episode? This thing is long. How long is it? It was 85 minutes. How long was it? 85 minutes? That's what the thing said. Do you realize... It was an hour and 15. This thing, this episode is nearly feature film length. This could be an indie, uh, like, romance film. And nothing happened. Nothing happened. There was no. There, we well, didn't get to see. People are gonna say a complete relationship was formed. Well, we yeah, and it ended in death. I know what Nothing happened. Nothing happened. I'm just telling you what they're gonna say happened. If a tree falls in the forest, does anyone hear it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, while Zachary was talking about quotes from different publications and different fan sites, I have a quote for you from uh, co-showrunner Craig Mason, episode three. Cried so hard at one point that I actually said out loud, Ow, I mean, it hurt. I cried so hard, it actually hurt, end quote. Hmm. So that's how emotional Craig Mason was at this and Ju- Romeo and Juliet ending. Here, here's a here's a Metacritic uh, review I'll, I'll read a lot of. Yeah, it's a and quote, or start quote. Yeah, it's a beautiful story and a good chapter, but it seems that Neil Druckmann has forgotten what his own series is about. Oh. Can we stop for a second to remember that Frank offs himself by hanging, and Bill lives in the middle of a town infested with cordyceps in the video game. They could have made a really epic and dramatic episode with the romance and desperation of both of them, but they had changed that to the spicy scenes. With lots of facial hair, strawberries, delicious dishes, and glasses of wine. And did, and there was End no quote. action. This is a zombie show. And nothing happened. You know what I felt like I was watching? 
I felt like I was watching The Walking Dead, where nothing happened, and it's so boring, and nothing's going on. And then, and it goes on for two episodes. No zombies. There, like, there are episodes in The Walking Dead that have no zombies for like three episodes. Denofgeek.com uh, quote, Even though Bill and Frank have shuffled off this mortal coil, The Last of Us Episode 3 is up there with The Walking Dead's infamous Look at the Flowers episode and showing the human side of the undead apocalypse, end quote. That was a terrible episode. That was that was the scene with Carol and the little girl. I can't remember her name. I didn't that like she Sophie killed. That, that the little girl killed her sister. Because that's so humane, isn't well, it? Well, no, it's because the, the human side of like... Well, I, that's what I don't get. They're talking about the human side of the undead apocalypse. And this, the human side was beautiful love story. And that... It was a tragic, you know... How can you compare it to an episode like that? Because that was horrible. Yeah, because a grown woman killed a child. Yes. On and, television. And the worst part about all of this is Bill actually did the opposite because he was protecting someone that yeah. entire time. Not killing them, right? And, oh, but Carol's a real humanitarian, huh? She's the big. It. She's the biggest oh, joke. We're not getting right. into Walking Dead. I, I don't even want to talk about it. I hate the Walking. I Dead. did want to point <laughs> out that the actor that's playing Frank, uh, his name is Murray Bartlett. Mm-hmm. He's one of the leads on the White Lotus season one, a big hit for HBO as well, and he also plays a LGBTQ uh, character in that show, where he's the head of the White Lotus Hotel in Hawaii. And plays almost the exact same character. So HBO uh, just backed him up. with he's on, He was on a hit show a couple years ago. And now he's on this hit show. And he's like the guy to call when they want something like that. There you go. I don't know. It's just they had Nick Offerman. And here's the thing. Nick Offerman, every time that I saw like he acted like Bill, I saw Bill. Yeah, like he did the, good. They could have done it, but they just decided not to. And I don't know... There was no action at all. I would say out of the 20 publications, like real critic and websites that I've looked, the key word that is being coined by most, all of them, I'd say 90%, is the word, quote, masterpiece for this episode. Of the, I'd say 15 of the 20 largest publications use the word masterpiece. I mean, nothing happened, but okay. I'm just putting you know what it, it felt out there, like? how, what's going on. You know what it felt like? It felt, now, this is more of a personal thing. It's like a hot take, kind of. Sure. I am not a fan of the Titanic. This was <laughs> this was like watching the Titanic without the boat sinking. Like, it's what like does if that you, mean? That means there's no zombies, no action. And then the Titanic, at least you got the satisfaction of watching the boat sink and it looks good. <laughs> okay. That's so, what I'm getting so let at. So let me bring this up. <laughs> None of that happened here. We didn't even get to see the zombies here, eat people. We didn't even get to I'm see gonna, the iceberg. Here, I'm going to hit you with another quote real quick. That's good. The New York Times. They had a boat. <laughs> yeah, see? The New York Times, quote, It's frankly remarkable that what is, I don't even know that word, ostensibly. You, you know what that They're word? trying to make themselves sound Hold more on. intelligent. Quote, it's frankly remarkable that what a, 
whatever, an action horror series could make time in its third episode, no less, for an alternately heartwarming and heartbreaking short film about companionship, end quote. This is a zombie apocalypse. If you're going to do that, you have to at least include some zombies. This isn't a Hallmark movie, okay? That's (laughs) that's a really good point. This isn't Hallmark. This is HBO. This is the WWE. (laughs) Just (laughs) play. This ain't ballet. This is the WWE, as JR would say. No, that's a good point. It's it's not a show that's supposed to be heartwarming. I mean, it can be, but... I mean, it's, you still got to have zombies. Well, it's fleeting. It's fleeting moments of happiness. Yes, they, and it was in the game. If they tell me what you think of this, if they plucked the beginning out with Ellie and Joel, and then they ended it right in that window before you went back to them, pluck that out, and they could sell that to Hallmark right now, and it could be aired right on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and nobody, I think that watches that watches The Last of Us. It's a very small audience. They could just. Like, plug it right in, and it would be seamless. Do you feel like you were watching a zombie movie? <laughs> no. Or a show? It Only felt like they, in the beginning. Yeah. It felt like they took two different scripts, almost, mashed them together in a way, and then seamed it out a little bit, and then... I'm just so disappointed we didn't get to see Bill interact with Ellie. That was what I was most looking forward Funny to. Funny enough, I was most inter- uh, interested in Bill and Joel. I we got one like three minute scene if that with Bill and Joel and that was in the past when they first met. I wanted to see and nothing happened. I wanted really. to see that that you know that attitude that snarkiness and you know kind of bitterness in a way almost between the two like bickering brothers almost. This... So that's what I need to know from you two. So everything they set up is now gone because they both died and they basically just got a vehicle out of it. So what does that mean for the next episode? Oh, they could 100% go on yeah. like normal because they, they got the yeah. truck and the well, battery. What, what are they going to the do? All right, I'm going to I'm going to spoil the they're, game. They're the probably show. what they're probably going to do well, is fan service the crap out of the next episode. Well, no, this is this is all I'm going to say. Bill never shows up in the game past that point. That unless it's in part 2 which we've never played. Yeah, Bill, that was the final scene in, in the game and in the show. As the final scene with Bill, we never go back to him. So we don't know what happens to him technically in the show or in the game. But in the show, it's definitive. He's dead. They moved on. So that's their way of, I guess, do, finishing off Bill's story. I, but, I really wanted to see I how know. cool the interactions at the schoolhouse would have been it would have been sweet there we didn't get any of it there was no way to get around it i knew that nick offerman uh was cast in a big role in this and so as a guy that didn't play the game something i was really really looking forward to was the interaction between pedro pascal and nick offerman yeah I wanted to see Ron Swanson and, and the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a lot of what got me hyped for this. Yeah. I mean, the apocalypse story, that's great, but I wasn't like uh, deep into that. So mm-hmm. the fact that I kind of put my money on Nick Offerman being like the third character and he's gone already. And it's just, just. I mean, it don't, like, hurt. It just sucks. It just straight up sucks. I'm like, I thought Nick Offerman was going to be part of this show. What doesn't make sense to me here, as I said, this is a very romantic story. 
They literally met for a day. And all of that happened. Well, 20 years. In a day. Well, well, in no, no. The first day they they kissed. Yeah, well, the first day. They, they did more than that because it's HBO. They did more than that. I had to get up and take a break. But I just... Viewer's discretion advised. Yeah. So that was like, yeah, even that didn't really make a lot of sense because they had only been... They'd only it was literally only met a, a few hours ago. And now all of a sudden they're in bed together. Well, they he treated him to dinner and had a little wine. They got loose and serenaded him with a song. I mean, I guess. Who could have... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got a little loose. <laughs> who could have? Who could have? You know, got away from that. <laughs> and then that place probably looked like a, like Nirvana safe haven in the apocalypse. I'm telling you, there's the game, no way in game, real life, gay or not, that in ten minutes a normal person would just go to bed with somebody. That's not normal. Well, funny enough, I think it's more normal than you think. Unfortunately. Nowadays, with how a lot of people are, that's kind of actually normal. So Frank said that he had 10 people in uh, the Baltimore QZ, Mm -hmm. and then they all died on the way to getting to Bill's place. Mm -hmm. I would have much rather seen that episode. That sounds exciting. The Baltimore QZ goes down, a party of 10 makes it out, and then only one makes it to Boston. Mm -hmm. Dang. Like... I would have rather That's seen... Kinda, that sounds exciting. Also, just so you know... Can we make that episode just so you for know, a flashback? In the game... I don't want any flashbacks. Well, this is the kind of stuff that happens when you get flashbacks. In the game... I hate flashbacks. In the game... I know we're comparing everything to the game, but screw it. That's what it's based on. Uh, not anymore. The um, the Bill's, <laughs> Bill's little town is not a safe haven. Now, it's better than most in a way because it's booby-trapped and it's got defenses and stuff. But it does not look like a safe haven. It is like, it kind of looks like how um, Morgan had his little town. If you remember that part of The Walking Dead, how there's like big, scary, like sort of, I guess, bodies on like dead. Except Bill's was a lot more impressive. Yeah, because he had booby traps. I don't know how it was an hour and fifteen minutes, and when their compound got attacked. We only saw the people trying to attack it for a good 30 seconds. And, and Bill's standing in the middle of the street shooting a hunting rifle. Yeah. Not very tactical for a man that seems very tactical. Yeah. John Wick would have been appalled just standing out in the middle of the street. Bill's smarter than that. <laughs> uh, Looks like Clint Eastwood. Well, Bill, in the if you play the game, you know Bill never, he always is crouched. He's always and he, he's the loudest son of a bee you'll ever hear. But he's always crouched. And he's always hiding behind. <laughs> he always thinks around. he's sneaking. <laughs> yeah, he's always scurrying. There's around. a bunch of them up there trying not to make a sound. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> well, he's running down the road. <laughs> one thing that kind of concerned me is when when we confirmed that the first season was going to cover the first game, we were worried if they were going to have time to. Uh, make it all work and then the fact that they took a whole episode hour and 15 for something that didn't push the story forward that's very alarming yeah you want you want to fit the entire game of the last of us into nine nine episodes right nine episodes and you You take this much time on this kind of stuff but in in episode two you said that they skipped a lot of parts the spores and yes they skipped so much in episode two yeah. That they could have easily put in. And uh, this needed, to be honest, even 
even if they didn't do this episode and have it lead nowhere, there should at least be five or six more episodes at least to finish it, even if they didn't waste time on stuff like that. Like the Indonesia scene. If they wouldn't have wasted time with that and they didn't waste time with this episode, we still wouldn't have enough episodes to fill up all of one through nine and don't to do the this story. We got a little backstory on uh, Sarah, which was yes. In the game. And here's the thing: if they keep stopping on stuff like this and stuff like that, we're never going to get to the final episode no, no. or to the final conclusion. Actually, you know what? We will, but it will be a just a bullet train. Not even getting to stop to check out the scenery. It's going to be a rush. This is all it's going to be is rushed crap. And you're not going to care about Joel. You're not going to care about Ellie because, especially if you've never played, if you've never, you know, you don't know the characters already going in, you're not getting any time with Joel and Ellie. Episode one was about Joel. Episode two was about Tess. Episode three is about Bill and Frank. And there's no Ellie. Ellie just gets little sprinkles here and there, but Ellie's the main character. And don't forget where we're going next. We got some other stuff that's more than likely going to take away from it as well. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say anything, obviously. We'll wait till next How week. How about on that 10-year time jump, like the third one they did on the 10-year time jump? It looked like they both had aged 30 years. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's another thing is that Bill... Kind of seemed the same age as Joel, maybe a little younger, maybe mm -hmm. a little older. But in the game, he was like roughly his age. Well, in this, they made him what eighty years old. They look almost. like it. They look like they went from forty-five, fifty to seventy, seventy-five. Mm -hmm. It was I horrible. Know, I don't know why. In like that particular ten years, they aged twenty-five, thirty <laughs> years. They did. It was, and they did a couple little time jumps, and they did like a. Uh, like a 10-year jump, or a, was it five? Something like that, three. I don't and they didn't change their appearance at all, really. But remember, and Chase, then they did it's a masterpiece. I know. <laughs> and then, I trust me, I the internet is telling me all about it. But, um, well, the last thing I have to say in my last statement, this episode was 100% about the relationship between Bill and Frank and, and nothing else whatsoever, and... They got it in there, and whether you love it or hate it, that was this episode. Mm -hmm. There was no zombies, really, at all. I'm not even going to count the two that they did put in, because nothing happened. They weren't a threat. They weren't even close to anybody. They were just sitting there. One was stuck, and one was wandering around. And, and that was it. And then we got some raiders. But that lasted two minutes. Two minutes, I guess. And so, oh my God! <laughs> there, there was no action, no, no action, no zombies, and a zombie show. There were no zombies. I'm yep. not counting those two because they didn't do anything. So, okay, let's get on to Zachary. You have anything else you want to say before the ratings? Uh, well, I can do another quote from IGN. Oh boy! All right, one more, and then mm -hmm. let's get on with this. So, let's get on with it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in between. I'm not gonna read the whole three paragraphs, but quote: "Change is hard, but it's inevitable when telling a familiar story in a new medium." It's not uh, familiar now. Yeah, and uh, let me see. 
Episode 3 opens with Joel and Ellie on the way to Lincoln, and it ends with them driving away in Bill's truck. Everything that happens in between is different. People get mad when movie or TV adaptations make changes to beloved source material, and that anger is often justified by adaptation by definition involves change. End quote. Let me stop right there for just a second. They just said, quote, people frequently get mad when movie or TV adaptations make changes to beloved source material, and that anger is just is often justified. Yes. But adaptation, by definition, involves change, end quote. They said that specifically because they knew people were going to get mad because of the story. And they want to... They're, they're purposefully talking in this little coded message... That's like, in other scenarios, it's fine. In this scenario, it's not fine. You know? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, they're playing both sides of the card here. Yeah, and and they're coming off as, uh, what, pretentious. Yes. It's, it's like, they're, it's not, it's not, I'm reading through it. They're not pulling a fast one on me because, look, we, we have a great story here and it doesn't need to be changed game of thrones here's the thing game of thrones did oh change boy. source material mm-hmm. i'm talking about the even it was the good their se- downfall no no the good seasons like um the red wedding mm-hmm. some some th- some stuff in the books did not happen in the show and vice versa yeah well whether and it worked and it was good mm-hmm. for what it did this but it went somewhere yeah this didn't help anything so when you say it, uh, adaptation by definition involves change, they are right in that. An adaptation does change stuff, but if but it, is it change for the better? Yes, that is that is the issue. Now they're making it seem like this is a change for the better when it's not because it doesn't add anything. It doesn't help the show. It takes away from the show. Now, if you want to make this its own movie, that's fine. You know. But when you're intersecting it with something that's That's funny you say that. I feel like that should almost... You know how everybody's about universes now? That could actually have been like a spinoff. Yeah, the Bill Bill show. Yeah. Yeah. Or... The Last of Bill. The Better Call Saul. The Better Call Bill show. Better Call Bill. (laughs) I feel like if you're going to do that the way they did, like going going hard in the paint, like you could have just done that. You could have stayed with the source material. And then uh, when it was all over in four or five, three, well, only like two seasons, right? You said. Yeah. And then you could say, oh, we're going to do the uh, the spinoff with Bill and Frank. And, people and would, show what happened and, before and, he and, met and Joel. Pe- and then obviously it's a prequel. And mm-hmm. that's great. It's just ill place to me. All right. I'm going to make another point here with another quote. This is still IGN. Quote, what makes for a fun video game? doesn't necessarily make for a good primetime drama and vice versa, end quote. You know what else did that? Mm. Halo. Halo strayed from the source material, and look how bad it was. Resident Evil strayed from the source material, and look how bad it was. The Last of Us is straying from the source material, and it's not working out for it. Silent Hills movies strayed from the source material. Funny enough, Sonic is the only one I can think of that didn't really stray that much. And it's doing pretty good. <laughs> and it's doing pretty yeah, good. Yeah, and it's like the most regarded. The Witcher strayed from the source material. And it didn't do that good now, <laughs> did it? Hmm. 
something that's funny. It there's seems a like pattern. there's a trend here. There's a pattern forming. Um, a, a big one. And, man, this is getting ridiculous. I, I don't know what they were thinking. Neil Drunkman is literally drunk. Neil Drunkman? Yeah. yeah. He's drunk. He needs to go and lie down, take a nap. Actually, he needs to get out. He's got to go. He, The guy has lost his mind. I don't know what he's doing. Okay. No, I'm going to hit another quote. Speaking to IGN, showrunner Craig Mazin explained, this is Craig, the showrunner himself, quote, I think it's a happy ending. I think we tend to view death as failure. Well, there was a happy ending in it, all right. <laughs> uh, I think we tend to view death as failure, night, as particularly <laughs> when you're talking about playing a video game. It is literally failure, but then there's this other way to end things on your own terms. Satisfied. End quote. That does not justify it. Because is the apocalypse supposed to have an a, a happy ending? No, by the way, no, they're not supposed to have happy. Not endings. everything is sunshine and rainbows. It's an apocalypse. We've seen it ain't ballet. Yeah, we've seen in countless mediums how many happy endings, right? In like Resident Evil, and you know, there are no happy endings in Left, those. Left for Dead. Left for Dead is a prime example, and funny enough, Bill. If you play the uh, DLC for uh, Left 4 Dead 2, you, mm-hmm. get a, you get a little thing about Bill. Ve- no matter what happens, eventually... It's not a good It's going to catch up with you. Your luck runs out. Yeah. If you watch Shoot, Walking even in just regular real life nowadays. Watch The Walking Dead and pick me out a single death that was a happy ending. A single one. I can't think of one. That was a happy ending. And The Walking Dead? In the show, The Walking Dead. There's one. I can think of one. The dude at the very beginning in season one who was like, who got bit and he was digging his own grave. Mm-hmm. And he was just left, left on the, the side of the left road. Left by the tree. That's the only guy who had a legitimate. Well, up to death. where we quit watching it. What was the guy that's like, was all creaking and stuff when he was on the bus? Dave or. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's it. He's the only guy I can think of. Well, I was pretty dead. happy when the leech finally got hers. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just me. I haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah. Uh, you know, back when that happened, everybody was like, what do you mean? Like, you couldn't see that Shane was going to die at the end of that? You're some dummy. Like, that's what needed and supposed to happen. 10, 12 years later, here's me. No, it shouldn't have. No. <laughs> and no, I did not see him dying. That show died on his shoulders. Literally. You know, that show was like his coming out party. and it, I mean, he deserved a few more seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they, they killed the draw. I mean, and then take Dale with you while you're at it. Why not? And then keep people like Carl. Yeah, Carol. Carl. C-O-R-A-L. Coral. 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 All right, well, I think that's about it for this yeah. one. Yeah. Huh? All right, let's give ratings. <laughs> well, you go first. Me? Yeah. All right, I'm going to give this episode. <laughs> I'm not going to completely bomb it because there were very fleeting scenes that I did like, like the one with Joel and Ellie at the start. And at the end. And at the very end, even though I was so... Actually, I'm not going to count that one because I was very dissatisfied in the ending of Bill and that whole thing. 
So I'm actually not going to count that as a good scene, even though I did like it a little bit with Joel and Ellie at the end. Um, yeah. Also, the part where the booby traps were going off on the Raiders did show up, even though it was very, very short. I did think it was cool. And, um, well, I guess that, that's about it. And there was a funny scene between Joel and... Um, and Bill at the table with the gun pointed at him. So, I am going to give this episode a 30 out of 100. Mm. I saw a movie that was a lot like this episode a long time ago with Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger. Yeah. It's a lot like this. I've never seen it, so I want to know. I do want to watch it, though. I think it's on Netflix. I've heard a lot about it. Watch it for educational it. purposes. I mean, it's Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger. I had to watch it. Yeah. I'm both those guys. R.I.P. No. Anyway, I don't know, man. I give it like a 27%, mainly because the pacing was out of control and we didn't move the story one inch. So there you go. Yep. Zachary? Mm. The shot, there were some really good shots in it. Uh, like when they went down to the basement for both scenes. The first time we see Bill and when Ellie went down there at the very beginning. Some of the, you know, walking along the road was good. Some of the Bill interaction, some of those scenes were shot well. And that, that Raider scene was pretty <laughs> well shot. Um, even though it was kind of jump cutted, I didn't like that. Yeah. Other, well, they were setting people on fire. So it sure wasn't exciting, it. I'll tell you that. Though. Yeah, it, the pacing was down. It lulled. The writing was all right. The music was not was almost non-existent. I'm mainly mad that Nick Offerman's gone. You guys told me that Bill was going to be a mainstay character, and I knew it was Nick Offerman, and I was like, oh, yeah, Ron Swanson. Yeah, I didn't know I knew I knew he wasn't going to be... A character that would keep showing up, but I knew that he would make an impression when you first saw him. And I even though he was, he was gonna only going to be in one episode, I knew he would make a big impression. Thirty-eight. This was a thirty-eight. Not we didn't progress the story almost at all, and it just seemed like a, hey, here you go. Kind of, kind of gave me those. Uh, I mean, the rise of Skywalker vibes. It's just like, hey, the stuff you need, here it is. Go. Well, Joel and Ellie haven't, people are going to look and say, what do you mean they haven't gone anywhere? They walk, they have a vehicle now. I'm like, yeah, maybe so, but it still feels like we've gone nowhere. Think of how far they went in the last episode mm-hmm. and then how far they went in this one. Yeah, we went, what, almost, we went a whole mission and a half, it seemed like, in the last episode and this one. As uh, far as the game's concerned, we haven't made it anywhere. And we skipped some stuff, too, if that tells you anything. We skipped some stuff, and we still haven't made it nowhere. I'm not saying... Well, here's the thing. I'm not saying they haven't made it anywhere as far as, um, you know, distance. I'm saying they haven't made any character progression. There's no character progression. I'm not saying they haven't made it anywhere. I'm saying nothing nothing eventful has happened, and that means that no character progression has happened at all. We, we, are, we have sat in the same well, spot we have since the second episode started. Well, you know, what's funny is that at the end of the last episode, 
is where we got the scene at the end of this episode where uh, Joel and Ellie were like, you know, we're, we don't speak about Tess ever. And you do what I say when I say. And at the end of this episode, it should have been, you know, kind of more like the beginning, like, or how it actually ended, where it was like, you know, we're on good terms in a way. Like, we're not buddies. Yeah. We're not family. But, you know, we're, we can talk about some stuff. We yes. don't have to be awkward anymore. That's how it's kind of supposed to be, almost. It's like they're warming up to each other. Well, they did the opposite here, where they kind of warmed up to each other at the at the beginning of this episode, where they should have been on, like, rough terms. And then, you know, we ended on, like, a hard note instead of a soft note. That's just my two cents. Well, anyone else got anything else to say? No. Me neither. <laughs> well, you want to tell the people about what you've been working on on YouTube? Ah, yes. Alright, so, as you all know, Dead Space has already finished. It's been over for about a week or two. Actually, a little longer than that. It's been out for a little while. Complete playthrough on that. And I have started two new projects. One of them is a game called Hitman. It's a 2016 game. And it's not more. It's not really a Let's Play. It's me taking my time with it. I mean, it's a Let's Play, but it's not one that I'm in a hurry to put out. It's one that I play to have fun and, you know, in the slow game to play. I have another Let's Play that I actually have already started haven't uploaded yet, and is completely done. I have filmed it all of Silent Hill 1 on the PlayStation 1, playing it on the PS2. And I have it all recorded and ready to be uploaded. So stay tuned for that if you want to get into Silent Hill 1 story. It's got a great story, awesome characters, and we have a pretty good time in it. So yep. stay tuned for that. And Zachary's got Crisis going on right now. God of War. Well, not Crisis, but the game yeah, Crisis. I'm in a Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> crisis Remastered. Well, with what he's doing with those oranges at work. <laughs> that's just, You're just doing what you're told. I <laughs> yep. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, if you want to see our ugly mugs. Yep. And put a, you know, a face to the voice. Um... Something I wanted to discuss with you guys. I wanted to do a car ride review sometime between Thursday or Sunday for Midnight Shyamalan's Knock at the Cabin, starring Dave Batista. Horror movie. You guys, all right. You guys, let me know when you want to go see that movie, and um, we'll hop. When is this? I mean, it opens Thursday. So oh, two days okay. From now. I mean, it is a, it's a scary movie. With a notorious horror film director and Dave Batista leading it, so, that's cool. I mean, it's everything that you know gets me and you out of bed in the morning. Yeah. So we're gonna watch that, and then we'll get a car ride review on it out ASAP right after. And those are my favorite thing in the world: the car ride reviews. Yeah. So, you have anything else? No, I'm just reading. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Opening, closing, music by Daniel Schroeder. See you, everybody.